This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Podium Podcast. I am back once again, episode 8. Ah, oh, yes. And today, we have something very serious to discuss. Ah, it was a good weekend. I hope y'all had a great weekend. I had a good weekend. Everything was wonderful. Uh, J. Cole blessed us with his album for the weekend, amongst other artists. And I'm going to get into those as, as well. But firstly, we have to discuss J. Cole's album because... Wow. Now, social media is a motherfucker. I've been seeing the social media. A lot of people calling J. Cole album trash to each his own. If that's how y'all feel, then fine. If you cool with listening to mumble rap and it has taken over your brain, I get it. You know, you can party to it. You can smoke your little hookah to it. You can do your little new drugs and all that shit to it. That's fine. Whatever. But you cannot sit there and tell me this album is trash. I'm just not going to debate hip hop with you anymore. Because what the fuck do you want? What do you want? J. Cole made a very thoughtful, deep, introspective, personal album, and you call it trash. This is why artists take so long to give good music. This is why he makes you wait two years, so you can see how bad music is without him. So when he comes back and says, this is what it's supposed to sound like, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't like that. What, what is he talking about? Dude, what? No, this is whack. This shit is trash. Stop it, because you love this last album. When he went platinum... With no features, you was the first one to post the meme. So now you hate him. Where's this hate coming from? What did J. Cole do? Because he dissed Kanye? He wasn't wrong. He was right. That Kanye diss was right on time. And he had somebody had to say it. Somebody had to say it. Cole is the only person outside of Jay-Z that can say that and you respect it. Like, you know what? Yeah, he, he, that nigga is bugging out. He is a fucking false prophet. He, yeah, he do call himself a genius a lot. I'm a Kanye lover. Everybody who know me knows that. I love Kanye West to death. But he's been bugging. It is what it is. Outside of the shoes, his behavior has been very erratic and crazy. He's This is like Sprewell when he choked the coach. Um, He got to take a break. I seen Kanye recently. This nigga hair's blonde. I don't know what the fuck's going on. This nigga's 39 years old. I don't know if he's been around Tiger lately. He got this blonde hair in his head. Not a fan of it, but if that's how he wants to express himself, feel free, Kanye West. I still support you. And I'm um, kind of mad you canceled your show at the Barclay, but it's whatever. Save me some money. But uh, yeah, back to the Cole album. The Cole album, to me, I like it. It's only been out since Friday, so I don't really have a, um, I don't have a, a rating per se. I don't have a gauge like to, from 1 to 10. I'm, I'm not calling it a classic. People throw that word away way too fast. You cannot call an album a classic in a day. You cannot call an album garbage in a day. Take your time. Listen to it. Cut all the other distractions off and listen to the fucking music. That's all I'm saying. I listened to Cole straight through from Friday until today. Walk into the studio, I listened to it again, and I still like it. 
every song is starting to grow on me more and more because I'm starting to listen to it individually. I know that when the beat comes on, I like that song. Skip to the next one. This one, I'm not really feeling like that. Let me listen to that one a little differently. Let me put that on repeat so I can understand fully the meaning behind this song and what he's saying. So that's how I listen to albums. I don't know what you niggas do. I don't know if y'all drive around and say, oh, this beat is whack. I can't get hot to the, can't get hot of this. Well, then that's just not for you. Then don't say Cole is whack. Don't, you can't call Cole whack. What the fuck? Who allowing this? You young motherfuckers, you Uzi Verton. I listen to all that shit, and I still could tell you Cole is hot. I listen to Uzi. I listen to Travis Scott. I like all that shit. I like all forms of hip-hop. But to call Cole shit trash because it's not what you're used to is ignorant. It's very ignorant. Like, for example, somebody told me, if you listen to an album and it's not hot the first listen, then what is it? That means it's not hot the first listen. That's what it means. What the fuck? The first time I heard um, College Dropout, I didn't like it. I was like, this shit is corny. It's two old, old songs and shit. I don't like that shit. Kanye whack. And everybody in school was bumping this shit. I'm like, why do you think he's bumping this shit so much? I listened to it again and again and again and again. And I started to say, yo, this shit is dope. Same thing with Young Jeezy first album. Ask my, you can ask anybody. I fucking hated Young Jeezy. And I was living in Georgia when that shit dropped. Hated Young Jeezy. First album I thought was trash. I came back home to Brooklyn that summer. And all my niggas was bumping Jeezy first album. And I'm like, yo, maybe I should listen to it again. Listen to it again. Shit is a classic. That's Jeezy's best album to this day. And sometimes it takes time. You can't call an album whack the first time you listen to it. Just can't. The album is not whack. It's a very good album. It's great production on there. It's very deep lyrics. Cole did an amazing job. And it's especially... From him to drop it out of nowhere, because we had no idea. He just dropped two videos on Tidal and YouTube, and it was like, all right, Cole's coming. This is it. It even made Drake push his shit back. That More Life shit was supposed to drop into December. Cole's, Drake said, I'm going to drop it in January. He know what it is. He know what it is. He want that Cole love. He ain't never going to get it because he don't. He not, he not for the people like Cole. So that's my whole thing on this J. Cole thing. I'm not going to go and make the whole podcast about Cole because this could go on forever. People are going to say what they're going to say, and I can't hold them. I can't tell them they're wrong. But in my opinion, Cole album is fire. Now, I know y'all heard I'm by myself today. I don't have a guest. It happens. But I cannot go a week without giving y'all the show. Y'all get on me on Snap every week. What happened? I usually drop on Mondays. Today is Monday. There's no episode. People asking. Well, yesterday, things got, you know, people got lives and things happened. We didn't record last night. But I'm here today. This will be out tomorrow. Okay? Please don't kill me. And I'm also I'm actually on Instagram live doing this podcast. People talking about sneakers. You see, nigga. <laughs> yeah. But um, somebody said, how do I feel about eating ass? I'm 31. It's my answer. Yeah, you can ask me questions and shit. Somebody said, how do I feel about eating ass? I'm 31. The fuck? Straight up. Yeah, somebody said I wasn't going to go live, but it get wild. Listen, man, I say a lot of things and don't do it. I'm a hypocrite. I own it. It's what it is. Uh, Terrell, man, you know you could come on, man. Soon. Soon. I got I got Russell on one coming up. I want you on that one. For sure. That's for the sneaker culture. That's a sneaker culture episode I got coming up for y'all. Because I've been talking a lot on Facebook and Instagram about um the sneaker culture. And I want people to also be able to be in front of me and debate with me and give their opinions as well instead of me just saying Adidas is killing shit. Yeah, they are, but Nike got, listen, Nike's still doing their thing. They're always going to be number one. You can't take that away. But um, anyway, 
Got a good show for y'all nonetheless. I'm by myself. I'm still going to do the hour. You know, I used to do comedy, so me doing a podcast for an hour, that's kind of like nothing, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm nice like that. But I'm going to get off live because it's distracting me. All right, bro, I got you. I'm going to end this. Okay. All right, so now I can focus. Now, when y'all hear this, y'all can be like, oh, shit, I was watching that when he was saying it. That's cool. Y'all. I want y'all to interact with the show and, and really get a feel for what we're doing up here. Like, this is the Podium Podcast. This is for everybody. This is why I started this. You know, I'm going to give y'all a little backstory. This is my fourth podcast, by the way. Y'all think this just came out of nowhere. Let me give y'all some stories. People love when I tell stories. So I'm going to tell a story. Started a podcast with my homegirl. We brainstormed this podcast for a couple months. Uh, we got maybe 14 episodes in. Maybe maybe less. Maybe 12, 13. I don't know. But um, we started to have a decline in listeners. And I told her, you know, maybe we should change the content a little bit. I never spoke on this. So I must be going to now. Told her maybe we should change the content a little bit. You know, give the listeners something different. And she disagreed. She agreed to disagree, which was fine. And I respected that for her. She stood strong on what she believed in. And that's fine. I, I always commend that. But for me, it was holding me back. And I just couldn't be a part of it anymore. So I left that show. Me and her had a, well, she had an issue with me over it. Now we have resolved that we're cool. Shout out to Jessica. Still all love. And um, we still comies, we still cool, you know. We not close as we was because, you know, girls take time to heal and all that other shit. But I've been over it. That's still the homie. Still got nothing but love and respect for her. And, um, you know, now, you know, we move forward. So I left that podcast and um, I was moving on to one with my nigga Justin. Now, a lot of people ask me about what happened with you and Justin. All right. I'm going to address this and leave this alone. Me and Justin had a great podcast for maybe 16 episodes. The podcast started out with me and him just doing our regular banter we used to do out at the old job. We used to work together. I knew Justin for years. That's my dog. Still, even though we ain't speaking right now, that's still my dog. Got no hate for nobody. So we started the podcast, Jensen Instrumentals. Every week we had different beats. We would talk about certain topics. We had all these different subject matters we would talk about. People liked it. They loved it. And it got to a point where I wanted to do different things. And let's have, like, for example, let's have a guest on the show. He wasn't really into that. Okay, we tried it. One episode, he wasn't. He was against it, but we worked it out, and it happened. So, the content became pretty much routine because every week we would talk about power, and this was not a that was not a power podcast. That podcast was about Jensen instrumentals, two gentlemen talking over instrumentals about all kinds of different things, not power, but that's what Justin wanted to do. So as, you know, as me being me, I'm like, yo, if that's what you want to do, dog, I'm with you. You my nigga. Let's do it. Fuck it. I watch the show too anyway. I can talk about that. I can talk about anything. So we did that for weeks. Power ends. The show kind of like takes a decline. And I was like, well, what does he, he did, you know, like, what does he want to talk about now? So my idea firstly was just bring guests up. We got to bring people on the show. We did 10 shows, 11 shows by ourselves. Let's bring people up. He wasn't with it. Try to get my boy up here. He wasn't with that. Then we had a week where he couldn't make the show. I said, I'll go in there and I'll do it myself. Don't worry about it. He thinking I'm going to bring somebody with me. I was like, no, I'm going to do it by myself. Nah, man, that's whack. Don't do that. We began to bump heads creatively. Me as a creative person, I cannot be told what I can and cannot do creatively. You cannot box me like that. So I left that show as well. Yeah, so here I am. 
I know I said three. This is my fourth part. The other, the other one I'm not even going to mention because that one didn't get no. That was more, whatever. But um, yeah. So that's where I was, and now here I am. We at the podium. This is episode eight. We doing good. People are fucking with us. We got listeners. We on iTunes. You know, if you go to your iPhone, you go to podcasts. Type in the podium. Space it. Make sure you put the space podium. You'll see my lovely beard pop up. And subscribe right there. SoundCloud, same thing. SoundCloud, we doing numbers on SoundCloud. My Cast Facts episode is well over 700. Oh, my God. That's, you know, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate all y'all. I love y'all guys, man. Y'all really listen to the show and y'all give me feedback. And I appreciate all of that. And um, But, yeah, that's how I got here. That's my story of how I got here. So, yeah, so... um. I had another topic I want to speak on. Let me see what I wrote down. Let's see. Let's see what I got. Hmm. I got a new phone, by the way. I got the iPhone 7 Plus. I love it. Battery's amazing. If y'all out there with a 6S, y'all could take it to Apple. I would rather y'all just upgrade because Apple's replacing the battery. But that's, a, you know, who has time for that shit? But I would just upgrade, man. I had a 6 and my shit was all fucked up. But, um... <clears throat> Yeah, this, this is the time I want to talk about. Me and my boys, we, we talk, you know, we talk about certain shit. And um, I was dating a young lady like last year, right? And the first question my man asked me, he was like, yo, she got kids? I was like, nah, why you ask that? He said, how old is she? Said, she's 31. He said, yo, she's crazy. Leave her alone. And I looked at her like, what the fuck? What, what does that mean? He said, why she don't have kids by, you know, by now? Something wrong with her. Nobody don't, don't like her enough to give her a child or stay with her long enough to give her a child at this point in her life. She, you know, most women, my 30, they have at least one majority, not all. Either they have this single women without children at 31. Let me be cl- perfectly clear. If she's single in her 30s and doesn't have any children, meaning she has to find somebody at 30 to get with and have a child with, something's wrong with her. He was right. He was fucking right. <laughs> she's fucking crazy, man. And I, and, um, I wouldn't say it's all the way true because some women just are, are different. They, um, they pace themselves and, you know, they talk about career and family and that's all fine and good. But at some point, why didn't a man take you seriously? You know what I'm saying? Or why, what is it about you that you can't see beyond an ancient nigga to a good nigga? Hmm. Makes you think a little bit. And I was like, what do women really want? You know what I'm saying? Like, they want a nice guy, but they shit on them niggas. They get with an asshole, but that nigga don't never commit. So it's like, what do y'all, What the fuck do women want? Hmm? I want to know. I'm not trying to be rude. I just want to know. Now, when this podcast comes out and y'all hear this, y'all know y'all can hit me up on Snap, The Fresh Fiend, Instagram, The Fresh Fiend. Y'all can email the podcast to um, the podium podcast at yahoo.com. If y'all want to respond to this, ladies, um, I just want to know what y'all really want. I don't even think women know what they want, really. I think women just have a fan. They live in a fantasy world. They, they want the guy with the six pack with nice teeth, good credit and no bitches and no kids and a car in the house. That nigga don't exist. And if he does, guess what? He's LeBron James. So you, your chances of you finding this motherfucker are very rare. Okay. You're not going to find him in Flatbush. You're not going to find him at your job. 
That nigga don't exist. So I'm not saying you have to settle. But yeah, you kind of do because you don't live in the fantasy world. These niggas that you want, everybody want. I had a woman tell me one time, if I like you, everybody likes you. Ladies, that's fucking crazy. That is not logical. Do you understand what you just said to me? If you like me, every everybody don't got your taste. Who you think you are? You just you just pick people that good that everybody like what you like. No, no, no. I might be ugly to other people, <laughs> but you like me, so everybody else like me, and that's that brings on the jealousy in women. Jealousy in women come from insecurities. Insecurities leaving lead to arguments, and arguments lead to other shit. So, I just want ladies to really define what the fuck they really want. Because I, as a man at 31 years old, I still don't know. Like, even I know what I want in a woman. At this point, I don't have a type anymore. And I always tell my homegirls, stop having a type. Because if your type didn't work by now, it's you. It's not the type. You don't know what the fuck you want. Now, if your type is not working, that means you don't have good judgment of character. You want a nigga that's dark-skinned, tall, works out. That's your type. Every nigga you had that type didn't work. It's the type. Stop having a type. Deal with people that just you can get along with. That's what it's all about. You care about what this nigga look like and what he got. But what Do you get along with this nigga? Is he an asshole? Is he nice to you? Y'all don't care about none of that shit. Y'all want the trophy nigga. Y'all want to walk around with a Heisman in your purse. That's not realistic. In reality, you have to deal with somebody you can get along with. Can you have fun with this nigga? Does he make you feel good? Like, come on, ladies, cut the fucking bullshit. Cut it out. I'm serious. Straight up. Now, um, on the other hand, us as men, I'm not going to talk about the ladies and not talk about the fellas. You know, I got to talk about the fellas. So, fellas, forgive me. Forgive me if I if I go off on us a little something, okay? We got to get our shit together, too, okay? We got to stop misleading these women and t- selling them dreams because we do that. We've all done it, you know? We see they like us, and we sell them a dream. And then, you know, when they get cr- when they get clingy, we call them crazy. You know, they're not crazy. We sold you a dream, and now she's reacting on it, and we acting like, oh, what's wrong with you? You knew what it was. Come on, man. If you sleeping and laying up with that girl, and you going to roll on that girl with your socks on, with your, without no socks on, you know what you're doing, nigga. Put your fucking socks on, man. And put your dick through the pee hole like a real nigga. That way there's no feelings transferred. As soon as you hit pelvis to pelvis skin, she in love, nigga. Condom or not, your pelvis touch her hairy ass pelvis. <laughs> but nah, all jokes aside, we as men, we got to take responsibility, take responsibility and own up to our own shit. Because we be bugging. You know what I'm saying? We be bugging. We be bugging. Niggas do be bugging. I ain't going to front. I've been bugging before. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, sometimes... I don't know, man. This is hard to explain a man's logic to a woman that don't understand. Like, women deal with men differently. Like, for example, ladies, for a man, like, I'm going to take you through the, the cheating mind of a man. When a man cheats, he doesn't care about the woman he's cheating with all the time. Now, I know the first they say, no, he don't, because niggas be loving them. So-. Listen what I said. Okay, what I say, man? What I say, man? Listen. All the time. We don't always care about, like, a nigga will fuck a bitch for the sake of fucking a bitch just because she let him do so. Now, when a female cheats, 
she gotta like or know this nigga. It's either a nigga she used to fuck with, because they all hate adding to that body count, or it's a nigga that been on you, and you been kind of curving him because you trying to work shit out with your nigga, but this nigga's so persistent, and you're like, you know what? This nigga ain't acting right. I'm gonna try him. And when you try him, you start to like this nigga. And now you start to fuck this nigga. But at the same time, when you start fucking a new nigga, guess what happens? Your old nigga start acting right. So now you're in a hard place of emotion. See, y'all can't handle that. Women cannot handle that kind of emotional distress of you liking a new nigga, knowing he's good for you, and your old nigga finally being a nigga you wanted him to be. But you resent him because he was so bad for so long, and this nigga's so good so early. You don't know what to do. See, men don't go through that because we'll fuck that bitch, and that's that. I'm cutting her off right there. There was no feelings going to develop, and I'm on to the next one, and I'm going home to my girl. It's fucked up. It's dirty. It's foul. Yes, but the respect and the loyalty still is with the main girl. Like, you're my girl. No matter how many girls I fuck, I'm always going to love you. That's the difference between men and women. Women are emotional. Men are physical. Okay? Men are drawn to physical shit. If we see a girl with a fat ass, we can fuck her just by looking at her. Women have to have some kind of feeling for that man. No matter how good he look, I don't know that nigga. Till she know that nigga and, know, and can trust him, she not doing nothing with that nigga. Unless she's a hoe. And, you know, that's a whole nother thing. I ain't even going to go into that lane. But all a nigga got to do is get hard. A woman has to stimuli, men, mentally, be stimu, mentally be stimulated to give herself to a man. Men don't have to have that. We just have to be physically attracted. That's what I mean. Men are physical. Women are emotional. You know what I'm saying? And remember back in the day when a nigga took your virginity, how much you liked that nigga? Ladies, do y'all remember that? How much it took for him to get the pussy for the first time? When a nigga loses virginity, he don't give a fuck who he lost it to. He just trying to have sex. Nigga, my niggas is having sex. I want to have sex. <laughs> That's what it is. Girls want the fantasy. Y'all want to live in this fucking fantasy where a nigga lay you down on a silk, silk fucking sheet and, and he has a fucking 25-foot dick and he fucking makes love to you. Like, this is not real. This is not real. This is why women don't know what they want. Because a nigga will fuck him good, but he a piece of shit. And that's the nigga they be stuck on forever. But the nigga that fuck him okay, and he's a good dude, they shit on that nigga. So y'all don't know what the fuck y'all want. I don't know what the fuck y'all want. But it is what it is. Moving forward. Moving forward. Um, Damn, I was trying to save this. I'm going to save it. Sneaker culture thing. I'm not really going to get into that by myself. Because I feel like I have to have a, a subjective person here that will debate that with me the right way. But I will say this. Jordans are dying. Nike is dead. That's it. That's that. I'll just leave it like that. I'll leave it like that. Because it is what it is. People hate when I say that. But it, it's true. Um, other music that's out right now. You can talk about that. Because J. Cole we spoke on. Got that off. I feel good about that. I got that off my chest. Uh, Post Malone. Has a fucking good album. Now, if y'all don't know who Post Malone is, that's the nigga that's saying White Iverson. He's on um, he's on Fade on Kanye West's Pablo album. Um, he's singing that song with Fifty. Um, I ain't gonna let the cops catch me if I'm dirty, homie. He's on that record. That's Post Malone, the white boy with the gold teeth and the braids. That's Post Malone. He sings the White Iverson. Record. His album came out. It's pretty dope. The name of his album. Matter of fact, let me get y'all the name of the album because y'all might not know. If y'all don't have Apple Music, y'all can get it on wherever the hell y'all get y'all music. Um, 
I'm pretty sure it's everywhere. He has a major deal. Uh, Stony. That's the name of his album, Stony. And he's on the cover with like the, with like the uh, ASAP Rocky box braids and shit. So yeah, uh, the Dream dropped the EP called "Love You to Death." Pretty good. It's like six songs, five songs. Not bad. Um, who else dropped? Absol. Do what thou wilt. Dope album. I'm an Absol fan, so. I'll, you know, to me, it's dope. I like the nigga. A lot of people, if you're not up on him, he's part of TDE. He's with Kendrick's crew and Schoolboy Q and, and J-Rock and all of them. West Coast nigga. Uh, dates Yara Sanchez. The nigga that always got the shades on and the curly hair. That's Absol. Very dope. Jay-Z co-signed him on Twitter years ago. Um, this nigga's a deep rapper. He's not your average boobity-boop rapper. He deeps very, he raps very, like, about religion and spirituality and social issues from his perspective. It's very, it's dope because his wordplay is fucking crazy. Like his punchlines are dope. He's a good, it's a good album. His last album was dope too. I like this other album. Uh, who else dropped? Anybody else? I think that's it. It's a lot of music right now. Like I said, Drake pushed his shit back. Big Sean dropped a new record today with a video. I'm not a fan of it. I got to listen to it again. Um, course the weekend dropped the new video it was fucking weird it's a, it's a little weird it's a lot of blood i don't get it but hey whatever he said this album would be a little darker i guess so but um man uh a lot of good music out um sports wise russell westbrook snapped his uh triple double streak last night he only had six assists so he stopped at seven um i think he go get mvp man if he can keep it up, he get MVP. Sorry. I, I, he's my current favorite player because I know I'm fuck KD for life. Unless he come back to the Thunder. If he come back, then it's all good. But, uh, or if he go to the Bulls. But, uh, yeah, Russell Westbrook got it. Uh, yesterday, the Giants beat the Cowboys. <sighs> yeah, I guess. I'm not a Cowboy fan. I'm a Giants hater. I hate the Giants. I hate the Knicks. I hate the Mets. Let that be clear. I'm a very big Knicks hater. Everybody who knows me knows that. Carmelo Anthony wants to get traded. He needs to axe out. Come to Chicago with D-Wade or go to L.A. With, with Chris Paul and make something of yourself. Stop wasting your time in New York because we know you stayed for the money because he don't really have no real endorsements. Think about the endorsements Carmelo Anthony have in New York. He's the biggest star in, in New York sports. Him and like Odell Beckham. But Odell Beckham, he got commercials for what's that, Trident? He got commercials for fucking... Dunkin' Donuts, Nike, Beats by Dre. Where the fuck is Carmelo in all of this? He doesn't have any endorsements. And it makes you wonder, well, what the fuck did he stay in New York for? Was it Lala? Possibly. But it was the money. The Knicks gave him a hundred and something million dollars. Why would he not take that? So I get it, Melo. Get your money. But you wasting niggas. You breaking niggas' hearts, man, because they root for you and you come. You don't do shit. Porzingis then took over the team as the star of the team. Your numbers are low. This is low numbers for Carmelo in his career. He's a no. I don't understand people don't see this. This nigga's not even trying. He had eight points the other night and shot the ball nine times in a loss. Is anybody watching this at all? Am I the only one watching basketball this year? <sighs> the Warriors got smacked by the Grizzlies. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. They need to be humbled. And I don't even think they're going to do 73 and 9 this year. They're going to lose a lot more games than 9. They might lose 15, which is still damn good, but. Fuck them niggas. They fucking ruining basketball. They ruining it. 
They ruined it. They ruined it. They ruined it. My Jets still stink, even though we had a great comeback win yesterday. I appreciate that. That was for the culture. You know, I love that. And, uh, you know, everything is everything, man. Everything's everything. Hold on, let me get a sip of my frap. Man, I ain't got nobody to talk to, so I got to take breaks in between. Me 30 minutes in, though. We doing all right. We got 30 more minutes. I'm going to tell y'all some stories real quick. I got hella stories. A lot. A lot of stories. So we go get into this. Who the fuck? I'll get back to that. Um, Yeah, but um, I got a story. Let me tell y'all. Christmas is coming up. You know, Christmas is always like a great holiday for kids and shit. Me as an adult, I can't stand Christmas at this point. Um, But one of my fondest memories as a kid on Christmas had to be the Christmas of 1991. Yeah, I'm old as fuck. Yeah, I know a lot of y'all niggas was born in like 1995 and shit. But 1991, Christmas. Now... This is when, I don't even know if y'all remember, y'all definitely don't remember this cartoon. It was a cartoon called Swamp Things. And my father got me the entire set of the Swamp Things cartoon toys. I got a Nintendo. That's when Nintendo first dropped, like 1990 or 91. Whatever year that was, I got Nintendo. I got like a bunch of fucking trucks. And a bunch, now remember, I, I lived, I used to grow, I live in a, I used to live in a projects in Brownsville, Tilden Projects. And even though we didn't have much, we had a lot. Like, for a little kid in the hood, nigga, I might have had every toy on TV. I don't know how that happened. But I know I'm probably working at the post office. But, damn, that would have been my most lit Christmas. That Christmas and then the one after that, I think two years later, whatever year Sega Genesis came out, I got a Sega Genesis and a Game Gear. Holy shit. I don't know what the fuck I was doing in school. <laughs> but I did something right. And uh, who the fuck is it? Text me audio. That's a phone. Um, yeah, I got a um, Game Gear and a Sega Genesis. And I got a couple games, too. I know I got Sonic. I think I got Streets of Rage. I had some shit, man. But um, those are my favorite Christmases right there. The, the Christmas of 90, 90 or 91. And that Christmas when Sega Genesis came out. And I know now they're doing like the little retro game consoles now. They got like the little, this little Nintendo thing. I don't know what the hell it is, but I, it's like a Nintendo thing, but like 80 games on it. I seen that in a Urban Outfitters. I was like, what the fuck? And I guess you hook it up to your flat screen and just play your old games. But it, the games are already like loaded on the thing. But that it's a great throwback, man. Like we starting to realize that we are the old heads. Like my generation is different from these new gen. These new niggas is different. Like, even down to like the the video games, the fashion, everything is different. Like my like when you got to understand, like when I go to parties, they don't play Jay Z anymore. <laughs> Jay Z is old school now. That's crazy, man. Jay Z is fucking old school. Straight up. Like you go to a party, you hear Uzi Vert, you hear Travis Scott, you might you hear some Kanye West, you hear Designer, you hear Young M.A. They play Jay Z. After that, they're going to play more old shit. It's like, damn. When I was in high school, Jay-Z was Drake. 
Like, for real. <laughs> like, these niggas now, Drake is their hove. And Drake is terrible. Like, I hate fucking Drake. He does he's, this nigga's swaggerless. Like, Jay-Z, niggas wanted to be Jay-Z. Like, when you seen the videos and Jay-Z had the rock of, rock of wear leather on, niggas wanted that jacket. The whole reason niggas was wearing Yankee fitters was because of Hove. He said it. I made the Yankee hat more famous than the Yankee can. That's a fact. That's a that's real shit. Derek Jeter didn't make the Yankee hat look as good as Jay-Z. What? Fresh pair of jeans, nigga, button-ups. New blue Yankee who? What? What the fuck? Yo, man. It, we the old niggas now. I'm 31, and, I, and that's not even old. But we the old niggas. I remember when Kanye West first came out. I remember through the wire. <laughs> I was a senior in high school when that shit came out. What the fuck, man? God damn. Like, oh, man. Like, I remember Wu-Tang. My father was a big Method Man fan. I used to like ODB. That was my favorite Wu-Tang member. Maybe because he was animated. Maybe because he talked crazy. I like ODB. That was my nigga. If y'all don't know who ODB is, do your Googles. The old dirty bastard, Osiris. That was my nigga. And, um, you know, my uncles, my uncle used to hustle, so he he was a Raekwon guy. Raekwon and Ghost. That was my uncle's shit right there. My other uncle used to like Nas. You know, he a smooth, light-skinned nigga, so he had to fade with the part. You know, he, you know, he wanted to be Esco. And, you know, that was the 90s. Like, that was the 90s. And, you know, we ain't had no, I ain't had no real fat dudes in my family, so I guess nobody was Biggie. But this was the music I grew up listening to. These kids now, I, I don't know what the fuck they growing up listening to. And I'm American, too. I'm not West Indian. So I didn't grow up listening to no Bob Marley and no no Barris Hammond and all of this other old West Indian stuff. That's not my, that's not me. My family's straight American. So if it wasn't old school R&B or oldies, it was Wu-Tang and Biggie and Pac. And that was it. So, damn, man, we really the old niggas, son. The more I think back, like, I remember watching Michael Jordan play as a kid. These kids buy Jordans and don't even know who the fuck that nigga is. <laughs> I don't even think a 10-year-old know what Michael Jordan looked like. Holy shit. Wow. LeBron James is their Jordan. Whew. Damn. So who the fuck was Kobe? Was Kobe our Jordan? Yeah, pretty much. Kobe was pretty much our Jordan. Wow, man. Even wrestling is different now. Like, I watch wrestling sometime. I try to look into it. I don't want to see The Rock wrestle no more, man. Just do movies, bro, because you too big now. The Rock is fucking huge. I remember The Rock used to have a hairline. This nigga bald now. Like, gah. Nigga, what? I wanted to have that curly fade so bad. I even wanted a fucking bull tattoo, too. I did want one at 16. I was going to get a Brahma bull on my damn bicep, just like The Rock. That's how hard I was into that shit. But you look at wrestling now, this shit is so corny. My cousins still watch wrestling. I don't. I, I can't get into it. I tried. I, I I end up falling asleep on the shit because like you remember how raw it used to be, where you knew Stone Cold was coming at some point to do some shit. That's gone. I don't know who this. I don't know who's who anymore. Shit is different. Everything's different. Fashion's different. These niggas are starting to wear women's clothing. That was never okay. Okay, I fuck with Young Thug's music. His fashion decisions, I cannot agree with. Matter of fact, speaking of Young Thug, we gonna throw him in the tub this week. Young Thug's fucking wild. Young Thug had a show over this week. I think it was over the weekend. He had a show. Now, he had a commercial flight in Alaska, I believe. From Alaska going somewhere. He missed his flight. 
And he got mad at the gate attendants, you know, the people that scan your ticket, let you go to the plane. He missed the flight. They wouldn't hold the flight for him. He flips and calls these people bums and 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 all kind of demeaning things. And he offers them $15,000 each to quit their job. And the shit he, and I mean, these are women he was talking to. He's called them bums and like peons. And he was just call, talking real disgusting to them. And young thug, man, like, I fuck with you, thugger. You know what I'm saying? But, nigga. Get in the tub. I ain't getting in no motherfucking tub. Get in the tub! Oh! Oh! Yeah, thug. Like, you, you fixed your teeth. You fixed your dreads. But that attitude, my brother, you've got to fix it. And now Young Thug comes on Instagram and he kind of defends himself talking about, oh, what do y'all do? Y'all sitting here and talking about me. I buy houses. I put all my family through college. I bought them all cars. That's all good and that's beautiful. And you could give to whatever people you want, but you still can't be a dick to people. That don't give you the right to be evil and, and, and just nasty to people calling them peons and offering them money to quit their job because you missed your flight. Who, who, you first, you ain't even that fucking famous to be pulling no shit like that. Cause if you was, you wouldn't be flying commercial, you fucking idiot. Why are you flying commercial knowing you may be late and, and yo, you, what the fuck? Come on, bro. I just want, um, I don't, yo, these rappers, um, they gotta fix, check their ego. And, um, you know, I, I kind of put some of that blame on Kanye because Kanye, the way he treats the media sometimes a little crazy, the way he talks to the paparazzi. And I get it. It can be frustrating. You can't go anywhere, but you signed up for this, bro. Nobody made you be successful. The people made you successful. And this is ultimately what you wanted. This is what you, you wanted to be famous. And you wanted to be rich. This all comes with it. So if the paparazzi want to take your picture, let them take their picture. If they want to talk crazy to you, who gives a fuck? You're giving them what they want by fighting these guys. Hey, Kanye, you see Kim's butt? Whoa, why are you going to fight him now? He's saying that for that picture. He wants you to rush him. He wants to make that money. They all get paid for your fuck-ups. The media gets paid for all mistakes. The more mistakes you make, the more money they make. You think they don't love to run that story on fucking uh, TMZ that Kanye's in a fucking mental facility? They cannot wait to fucking post stuff like this because they want to see you fall. You doing well doesn't serve them anything. That's why the celebrities that stay low, you got to commend them. Like Jay-Z's never in shit. He's never, you don't see him. You don't hear anything. Beyonce dropped the album and it was controversy, but that was good controversy because they're talking about the music. That's what you want. If they want to crucify Jay-Z, fine. I didn't do shit though. All she did was drop an album. We want you to talk about it. Sell records. It's, it's a beautiful thing. But you got to learn how to work the media your way. See, I commend Jay-Z and Beyonce for doing that because it's real easy to be fucked up out here, man. I mean, Kanye West, man, I keep saying this every week on the show. Like, pray for him. Pray for him, man, because don't nobody deserve that. The only man want to do is create. And as a creative, I relate to him, man. It's hard when you want to do something and people make fun of it or they don't get it. And I get that they don't get it. But he just got to approach it in a better way. You can't make people understand what you want them to see. He's always been ahead of his time. I always said that. Like, even in his music. Like, he was doing samples when sampling was kind of like Diddy was doing it in the 90s. And it kind of faded away. And then you had, like, the Neptunes came in and Timberland came in and all the hot Swiss beats. 
that was that era, all original fast beats. You know what I'm saying? And then Kanye came and said, let's slow it down, put the soul back in it. And he made a lane for himself. And that came, you know, from that spawned Kid Cuddy's and Travis's and Drake's. And a lot of artists came up in that uh, Kanye era. So you got to keep, we need him. We need him for the progression of hip hop, for the progression of music, for the progression of black culture. We need Kanye West. So even though he's outlandish and he says wild things and he does wild things, he means well. We just got to, we just got to support him. Same way we would support Michael Jackson when he touched kids. And the first thing people said was he didn't do it. How the fuck did you know if he really touched that? Don't nobody get blamed for the same shit more than once and they didn't do it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Come on, man. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, people are going to be who they are. You know what I'm saying? And we don't really know anything. We don't know what's going on. And I hate that people judge people based off what they heard. What did you see with your eyes? You, as a human being, did you see anything? Did you say, oh, I seen, I seen it. So if you just heard it from another motherfucker that heard it from another motherfucker, you don't know shit. So I, I really want people to be be, be um, mindful of what they absorb and what they post and how much they feed into this negativity because the world is really more fucked up than what you see and hearing on Instagram. Donald Trump is still president. This is not going to change. Next year is going to be very different. And um, I'm not going to get into the whole politics shit because that's going to make this podcast very boring. But um, just stay focused out there. Stay focused. Okay? On another note, um, I kind of, hmm. How do I say this shit without being offensive? Hmm. Okay, I'm not going to say, damn, I hate this shit. I should just say it. <laughs> uh, all right, no. I'm going to just go, we're going to skip that. We're going to skip that. We're going to skip that. Instagram is letting people go live. I feel like Instagram is trying to assassinate Snapchat, and I don't like it. I get it, but I don't like it. It's like a social media war now. Like, man, MySpace is obsolete. Vine is, like, it's on its, like, last breath. Twitter is still powerful. You still got Facebook hanging in there. And you got Snapchat and Instagram. That's the top dogs. Snapchat was huge until Instagram came right in the peak of Snapchat's, like, thing. And they started adding, hey, you can snap on Instagram now. Instead of putting it on your page, you'll make a little 24-hour button for you at the top. And you can snap right there. People can choose to watch it or not. And I was like, these motherfuckers. The only thing they didn't do was the filters. So they stole Snapchat's whole thing and used it along combined with Instagram. Which is like, to most people, it's like, well, fuck Snapchat. I could just stay on one social media platform and do everything here. So now... Facebook Live is fucking annoying. We know this. Facebook owns Instagram. They bought them years ago for like $3 billion or some shit. $4 billion. Zuckerberg. Rich motherfucker. Right? It's two people that own Instagram. He bought them from both of them. Them niggas is both billionaires now. That's how the... Yo, kids. Go to school for computers and technology and app making. Because that can be big for you. That's, that's the next wave. Don't go to school for none of that other bullshit. 
learn how to make apps, learn how to make something because this is going to get your family out of poverty. Computers and applications for phones telling you, but, um, they bought Instagram. So now when Vine was popping, Instagram didn't have video. It just was pictures. Instagram added video and they gave you 15 seconds over six. So it's like, oh, fuck that. I'm staying on Instagram. You get 15 seconds. Then they said, you know what? Let's really go for the kill. We give them a whole minute. You can go for a minute. Now you go 60 seconds on the video on Instagram now. Cool. Well, fuck it then. I'm just going to stay on the gram. Fuck Vine. Vine's gone. Done. Facebook Live. People could go live on Facebook to all their Facebook people. Now, most people have more followers on Instagram than Facebook. That's a given. Because Facebook is more personal. Like people you went to school with, worked with, family, friends, people you really know. Instagram is like, I don't know you, but if you want to follow me, it'll make me look cooler. Come on. Okay? So now you can go live on Instagram to strangers. And what's even better is the exact same way people can comment and write to you while you're live on Facebook. They can do it on Instagram. This is going to kill Periscope because that's another app that people used to go live on. Periscope kills that. Periscope is fucking useless now. If you can go live on Instagram for as long as you want, what do you need Periscope for? That's deleted. So now if you got on Periscope 150 followers on Instagram, you got 10,000. What are you going to use? Go use fucking Instagram. That's where all your fucking people are. So they are cutting into people. They are dirty. Snapchat didn't want to sell. Fuck you. We're going to make your Snapchat on Instagram. But I'm saying, I said it on my Snap earlier. Snap, y'all got to step it up. We need more than 10 seconds. Every snap should be a minute. Give me a minute to make a snap. I can say everything I got to say in one, two, one, two snaps. You give me 10 seconds. People don't want to watch back to back to back snaps. People tell me all the time I snap too much. Yo, man, you be snapping OD. Yeah, nigga, it's 10 seconds. I got a lot to fucking say, bitch. The fuck is wrong with you? Now watch my shit unfollow me. The fuck out of here. Straight up. Annoying. Annoying. They won't unfollow you, but they'll tell you you snap too much. You see how people are nosy? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's a, it's kind of a big deal. I used it today while I was doing shoes. It was cool. It was cool. I think it's going to be a good tool for me business-wise because I actually have a reason to go live. I can show people my process of how I do work and when I'm doing a podcast and when I'm at events and shit like that. So for me, I can benefit from it. Now, there's going to be a whole horde of people doing fuck shit on live. I already see it happening. Some girl I follow was going live in her room singing fucking Chief Keef. Then she was in the car going to the fucking drive through Bitch, that is not a reason to go live. Get the fuck out of here. Cut it out. Get your ass in the tub. If you're going to use Instagram live for fuck shit, get in the fucking tub. Okay? Unless you popping some pussy, bitch. Don't fucking... Yeah. <laughs> so disrespectful. Oh, I did see a girl showing her ass, though. I appreciate that. I appreciate the ass showing. I, I was... And shout out her Instagram name, but she's kind of gangster. I don't want no problems. He's one of them gangbanging bitches that got a train ran on the back in the days and all that. Now she likes some big blood. But I ain't gonna go there. But, um... Don't, uh... Don't do the fuck shit, man. Like, just if you're going to like, even on Facebook, people go live for no reason. It's like they go going live. Oh, I'm at the holiday party. I don't know your coworkers. Why the fuck? I want to see Miss Gladys from accounting. Get off the fucking phone. Go party. Come on. Come on. You at the Nets game. The game is on TV. Why are you going live from your fucking rooftop seat? Why? Why? Get in the fucking tub. 
Now, I'm going to read some Facebook posts I have. Let me write some bars. Write some fucking, but let's see. Huh. Let's see, let's see. Oh, shit. Ladies, white toenail polish. I, I have to address this. I have to address this. I have, I have. Straight up. Ladies, white toenail polish will get you pregnant. And I'm saying that from the bottom of my soul. White toenail polish on a female's feet is like, is like baby oil on a porno star. It's just like, it just, it's, it's everything. I don't understand why women choose any other color. Any other, and then, you know, girls are like, oh, what about the French tip? No, bitch, no, no, no. You put that whole toenail white, okay? Even the baby toe that's half there, you know, you got baby nail be hanging on. Put, oh, man. It just does something to me. I always post about it on my Facebook. People laugh and shit. I'm dead serious. I'm not joking. But that white toenail polish. Another thing that bothers me. When girls have, they paint their fingernails and the fingernail paint chip off. And they got like the chip. Ah, that shit is disgusting to me. No disrespect to any girls right, right now that may be listening to that. And have chip fingernail polish on their fingers. But it looks like you've been scratching your ass all day. It bugs me out. Why don't you just take the polish off? Like, uh, ugh. Every time I see it, I cringe. It's just like, oh, God. Ugh. That's like little girl shit. Like, you're a grown woman. Why are your fingernail polish chipping off like that? Ooh. Burns my, burns, burns me, burns me, burns me. Um, Space Jams came out this weekend. That's a big thing. I'm going to talk about this for a minute. I will talk about it. This is not really sneaker culture. This is just people culture. Space Jams came out this weekend. Now, everybody knows every December, Jordan Brand gives you a pair of Jordans that will you, you can destroy from December until about tax time. So, this year, they gave us the Space Jams again for the third time. First time they dropped was 2000, 2009, and this year. Now, I personally don't care for them. I don't like the way they look. I don't like that white trim on the patent leather. I don't like the blue bottom. I just don't like them. And I'm, I honestly, if it's not a Jordan 1, I really don't want it at this point in my life. So I'm anti. I don't even want it. But people went fucking crazy for these shoes. And I see a lot of people reselling them. And they res- and if a reseller has 100 pairs of the shoe that just came out, that means there's, you don't have to buy them shits from these. You can go to the store and probably get them. But usually resellers take advantage of the dumb. The people that are too lazy to get up on Saturday and go out and look around. So they'll charge you $350 for a sneaker that costs $220. And you'll pay it and feel good and be happy. And then you go to the mall and say, what the fuck? These shits are sitting in fucking Foot Locker. Hey, it's your fault. Can't blame a reseller for being a reseller. That's their job. Their job is to take advantage of the ignorant. Just like politicians. Moving forward. Uh, why do hood niggas always take pictures with the Hennessy bottle? Why? Why Why is that the hood trophy? Why is it when niggas go to the liquor store and get a Henny, the first thing they do is take a picture in the staircase with their coat on and a Hennessy bottle? You don't drink at home? You can't go in the house and get a cup? Why y'all niggas always in the staircase with a blunt? Stop living. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I really want black people to do better. Also, I, want, I have to say this. I am tired of them fucking... People putting Hennessy on clothing. Henny things possible. Henny bottle dad hats. Henny bottle hoodies. 
Like, first of all, everybody drinks. Why, why do I have to walk around with an endorsement on my chest? I don't get paid for this shit. Why do people do this? Only black people walk around with Hennessy on their shirt. You never see a white boy with a fucking coarse light sweater. You don't fucking see it. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why? I really want, I really want somebody to act, tell me why you would buy a sweatshirt with a Hennessy bottle on it that says anything is possible. What the fuck? That's ignorant. Anything is not possible because if you're drunk, you cannot function. So that, that, that logically, that doesn't make sense. What? Moving forward. Somebody called me Mixie the other day. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I don't feel like I'm Mixie. She said the reason she called me Mixie is because I know a lot of people. <laughs> I can't help that. I can't help that. What do you want me to do? Can't help that. I'm 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 social media savvy. I run a popular business. Um I worked at a sneaker store which was pretty known. So people come in and they get to meet me and know me. I can't help bitch, I can't help that. So my this is my definition, Mixie. Niggas that's always in the club, always on these thought trips, Cancun and Miami for think carnival and that's Mixie niggas. Always in the mix. I'm the complete opposite of that. I don't party. I don't go on thought vacations. I don't smoke hookah every day. I don't go to the East Savoy Lounge on Tuesday night. I don't do this shit. How am I fucking Mixie? She used the wrong word. Moving forward. Uh, let's see what we got here. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about Insecure again. I rewatched it this weekend, Saturday night. I rewatched it because there was nothing on. I rewatched it. I got very upset because I've been Lawrence. It struck a chord in me. Now, for those of you who haven't seen the show, watch Insecure on HBO On Demand. It's eight episodes, half hour each. Very dope show. Shout out to uh, Issa. I forget her last name, but she wrote and produced it. Black woman. Salute to her. Salute to her. Yeah. Her and, and Donald Glover are really doing it. They're doing it right now. Donald Glover, had he wrote and produced the show Atlanta that comes on FX on Tuesdays. Uh, season one just finished. They just got signed for season two. Shout out to them. But uh, Insecure, man, it's, it's, it's like I thought it was a girly show, but it's really not. It's a show showing basically how dating looks from the outside looking in. Like these people, this is a real life thing. She's with a guy for years. He don't got his shit together. He trying to get his shit together. She cheats on this nigga. And he levels up soon as she did that. And he fucking got his shit together right at the end. Right after she cheated on him, his shit got together. Damn it. I have been Lawrence, but not in that exact sense. I've been cheated on. That's all I mean by I've been Lawrence. But um, it's a dope show, man. It's, uh, emotionally, it's very hard for me to continue to watch that show. Because I get mad at her like it's, like I was there. Like I, I had a part of that. It strikes a chord with me. Um, I'm in a binate season is currently going on. It's been going on from December 1st. If you haven't seen set it off, there's a scene with Jada Pinkett fucks this old black dude for money for her brother's tuition. 
And, you know, one of the key lines in that scene was, I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> Too much, son. Oh, I'm in a bind, Nate. I don't know, some other time. Some other time. It's that Mike Gap's old man. But some other time. So she ends up getting in the car. I really need this money. And he looked at her like, you know what you got to do for it. Ladies, listen, I'm taking, I'm in a bind, Nate applications i know your kid wants space jams i know they sold out i can get them for you but uh you know you might have to get your jada pink it on you know what i mean you might have to get your neck sweaty for a few minutes seven minutes of thunder <laughs> and tashawn will have them space jams on the 25th girl ow i'm in a bind eight season big right now big this is random. I wrote this on Facebook. This is all Facebook thoughts I'm doing here. Remember how niggas with Blackberry used to talk shit about iPhones? I wonder how they're doing. <laughs> Still got a Blackberry fam? Doubt it. You probably got a droid on iPhone, don't you? Okay, moving forward. I told niggas in t- when the iPhone 4 came out that it was a dub for Blackberries. They laughed at me. I bet you they got a 7 now. Oh, I had some wins at the thrift shop last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's always good. That's always good. Oh, here we go. Another one. Note to self. Stay off the explore page after midnight. I sat on the toilet last week for 27 minutes. My legs were numb and my eyes were low. I was high. Usually when I'm high, I get stuck on shit and sit still for a long time. But this time, I was on the Explore page on Instagram. That fuck, late night, like, when you on the Explore page, there's a lot of ass cheeks on Instagram. Who? There's a lot of ass. There's a lot of weird videos. Uh, You see random shit like, hey, I know that nigga. Whose picture is he in? It's, It's very creepy. And you know what's funny? I always find myself looking for me in those Explore page pictures like, I, I better not see myself in no meme. I'm going to have a problem with that. I'm flagging it. 27 minutes I sat on the toilet. Didn't have not a piece of shit left, but I, kept, I sat there, man. Crazy. Um. Also, let's see. Female, as soon as I hear a girl start talking like Cardi B, automatic limp dick. I do not like it. I don't like it. I don't care for it. Don't call me no regular degular schmegular shit. That is a turnoff. These young girls are growing up watching this shit and they're going to grow up talking like that bird. Now, I always said I respect Cardi B's business, but I do not respect her actions and attitude and ways. This girl is a fucking thought. She's a bird. Bird, bird, bird. My homegirl Portia loves her. And I said, Portia, you love her because you're from Atlanta. You don't see that every day. She, Cardi B is every girl from the Bronx. That's all, She's just the first one to make it. I don't understand the allure of this. She got. She made it to TV. Salute to her. Listen, Cardi, if you listen to this, if you hear this, hey, I'm not here to put you down. I respect it, my nigga. Get your money. Or how you say, get your shmoney. Hate that word, too. But, you know, you got a lot of little girls looking at you now. So I really want you to try to, like, not, not tone yourself down. You're being you. But be more mindful of the, the, the behavior you portray. Not telling you to Change how you look and change how you dress. None of that, no. How you carry yourself, that's all. 
man and woman. We both minorities. We all trying to, you know, be leaders of the new school. So let's 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 work on that. We're also random. Nothing is worse than a young bitch with whack titties. I've been saying this for years. Um, a few months ago, I had a young ting, and she was like what twenty five, twenty four, twenty five, and she had probably the worst titties I've seen in my life. Very disappointing because in clothing, breasts can be very deceiving under a shirt and a jacket. Like, oh, she got some nice tits. That shirt come off and them, them the tits go down. It's oh, it's like how you you ain't even got no kids. Why your why your titties look like this? God damn. Very disheartening. I, I I wish they had like a thing where girls could do titty ups, how niggas could do pull ups. Maybe if y'all could do some push ups or something. I always used to think piercing your nipples would help. That don't help. Whack titties are whack titties. And uh, they just look like door knockers when you got whack titties with fucking piercers in them. Um, and lastly, it's fucking cold, okay? Ladies, I want y'all to take off that yellow Zara leather, and I want you to go get a jacket. I want you to get a coat, even if you got to go to Nate. If you got to go to Nate and say, listen, Nate, I need a coat and space jams for Tashawn, do it, because y'all look real cold and hurt out here. Y'all face all red and shit. Your fingers is chapped. Your hands are swollen because the frostbite's setting in. Get a fucking coat. Or get your ass in the tub. That is it for me. We did it. We made it. Episode 8 in the can. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope y'all um, picked up on all these keys I gave y'all. I'll let y'all into my mind a little bit this week. Again. Once again. But um, next week I have a guest. I have a guest. I'm going to try to get the schedule and everything together so I can get these people here. So we can have a little more dialogue so um this is episode eight thank y'all for listening i appreciate you all i love you if you fucking up get your ass in the tub y'all have a good week peace